Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, Stories That Matter. This is a place where authors, creative artists, and entrepreneurs can share the story behind their process. You will also hear solo episodes where I give writing tips, inspiration, encouragement, and lessons I've learned throughout my writing journey, all inspired by the Holy Spirit. Grab a cup of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to visit my website at annewritesinspiration.com. Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, everyone. My name is Ann Harrison, and I am your host. If you remember last week, I talked about stepping away from your writing as part of getting unstuck. This week, we're going to talk about how to conquer the brick walls in your writing once you come back to it. So last week was part one. This is part two. Before I get started, I want to remind you, for those of you watching on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe to the channel, like the video, and hit the notification bell so you don't miss an episode. And for those of you listening on the podcast, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, share the podcast with your friends, and leave a rating and review because it does help other people find the show. Okay, so if you remember from last week, I talked about stepping away from the writing by doing other things, reading in your genre, reading outside your genre, taking a walk, working on another project, other, you know, a a lot of different things that we discussed. And if you miss that episode, please do go back and listen. And I can link part one in the episode show notes and description so that you can go back from here. But anyway, so we're going to talk about moving forward, okay? Of course, I'm talking about self-care, which is part of that. That's that's stepping back. But what can you do to move forward? Okay, let me explain something that I did. Let me give you an example, okay? So during NaNoWriMo, I had the word count goal of 50,000 words. I didn't think I was going to make that 50,000. But needless to say, even with having to deal with cellulitis, I came out strong. I actually ended up making 51, 52,000, I think it was. I don't exactly remember. So the point that I'm trying to make is even after NaNoWriMo, I did a word count in December. I put my word count at 20,000. I actually ended up getting 25,000. I'm not sure. I have to go back and look. So, but that's okay, you know, whatever it was, I I surpassed my goal. (laughs) I didn't put it on the website, but I did have a way to keep track of it. So, but this month, when I started 2021, I didn't do that. I thought, okay, well, I'm going to try to, you know, do a chapter a day and try to work with that goal and see if that works. Well, the problem was it didn't always work out that way. Sometimes a chapter a day turned into only a scene or two a day. And it took me two or three days to do a chapter. And so that's how I got stuck. I got stalled out. So this became a brick wall in my writing. Because I'm like, I couldn't write for like three days. I even tried to write like on Friday of last week. It didn't work. It really didn't work. But then, earlier this week, 
had ideas and I ended up writing that, you know, later that night, later that day, that night, whatever, I ended up writing a character profile on Monday, ended up starting chapter eight, and then, no, the character profile was done on Sunday. Then I started chapter eight Sunday night. Then Monday, this past Monday, I know you will hear this two weeks ahead, but Monday, uh, January the 25th, I did another profile. I had my door open, all that kind of stuff because the weather was fit to do that. And I was able to listen to the wind chimes and let the wind chimes inspire me, even with working on a freelance project. So how do I describe this? Okay, so, and you may be wondering where you're going with this. Oh, just keep listening. I promise I am going somewhere. I may be rambling a bit, but I am definitely going somewhere with it. So, I plan no further than the headlights, even though I do character Bibles and write synopses and things, but with the scene list, if I plan too far ahead and the story turned out turns out to go in a different way, then I have to go back and change the scene list, which is okay. If you have to do that, that's okay. But I just plan no further than the headlights. And since I was on Tish Bouvier's podcast, I'm trying to think what the date was. It was on Thursday, January the 21st, January 21st, because as you're hearing this, you're going to be hearing this in the second week of February. So that's why I had to go back and look at it. But do check out the One Word Writer Pod, One Word Writer Podcast. That's one O-N-E Word Writer Podcast on Anchor or your favorite podcast platform because she's starting a new podcast and you're going to absolutely love it. Anyway, I'm giving you a shout out, Tish. Um, but where was I? Okay. So, but I was telling her that I was stuck in traffic in my writing. And sometimes that, that is what can happen. We can get stuck in traffic. Say our book is a road trip. We are the drivers. We can get stuck in traffic or we can hit a brick wall. And so where I was going with that goal thing that I started when I went off on another tangent was no matter what kind of goal you set, you test out your goals that you've put for yourself. You set measurable goals, you test those goals out to see what works for you, and then you rearrange them. So for next month, I'm going to set a goal to get 20,000 words in the month of February, because I only have 28 days. I could do 30,000 words in 28 days, possibly, but with everything else that I have going on, I'm just gonna set it for 20,000. And if I surpass that goal, I surpass that goal. And I think doing the word count will keep me motivated, even though I have other things to do, like podcasting, professional writing, other things like that. I can still work toward the goal in my novel. That will help me. So what kind of goals do you have for set? Do you set for yourself? Is it how many hours you can do a day? How many hours you can do a month? How many chapters you can do a day? What are those goals? But here's a caveat to that. And I want to give a shout out to Sarah Werner and her Right Now podcast because today is Wednesday, January 27th, as I record this. And it was today's episode of the podcast, or when you're hearing this, the episode from two weeks ago 
when she was talking about outrunning the avalanche where you feel like if you get behind, you have to do more and more and more and more and more. Well, it's okay to take a step back. It's okay to tell your audience, like, for example, if you're podcasting, it's okay to tell your audience that you need to take a hiatus. I did that. I did that. And it's okay to take some time off from your writing and readjust your goals readjust your goals not only for the year but for the month whatever because I had a goal that I said I was going to finish this novel that I'm working on by February 28th if that doesn't happen I just adjust it out to the end of March but I make those changes if I don't reach that deadline okay I set a new one but I try to reach the deadline and I try to make it and if I'm if I get ahead of schedule and finish it before that deadline. Then I could start working on revisions for Shadow of Truth. But right now, I know that I have to keep work moving, pushing words forward, but not outrun the avalanche. If I need to take some time and read and do some self-care, that's okay too. That is absolutely fine. Because sometimes you have to do that. You have to take a step back and take another look at your story, see where is it going. And when you do that, for me, dreams come I have these dreams that totally inspire me so it, it's the dreams it's the book I read sometimes if I'm not reading in my genre and I go back to it boom that morning Sunday morning that's what happened Sunday morning I was reading Active Defense by Lynette Eason what happened I was stuck I couldn't think of what to write I couldn't get my mind focused on my book but then I started reading that and I'm telling you, all of a sudden, it just clicked into place, just like that. That's what it takes sometimes. I know I'm not snapping into the microphone, but I'm doing it at the video so you see what I'm doing. But still, it just all clicks into place. Then, you're, then I'm off and running, doing the character Bible for these characters, writing another scene in my book. So, you know, you do what works for you. But you there, that's how you surpass those brick walls. You figure out what works and you, you try different things and then you stick with what works. And then you're off and running again. You, you surpass that one brick wall. And when you reach another brick wall, you take a step back, take a look and see why the brick wall is in your way. You, not only that, you pray for God to move those brick walls. And if it's something that you know, you let God lead you as to how he wants you to remove the brick walls in your story. Because sometimes those brick walls are there for a purpose. It's God's way of telling you, you need to step back and take a look and stop where you're going. Or your characters could be blocking your path saying, wait, I'm not going to do this. This is not what I would do. This is not the way I want to go. I need to go this way. The brick wall is there to show you a different path and you go around it. So the reason I keep coming back to the brick walls is because of the last lecture by Randy Pausch. He had a quote about brick walls, which I absolutely need to find so that I can put it in the description. But, and I will, I promise you, I will. Because <laughs> he had so many different quotes about brick walls, but and it's and God, you know, and he showed me that God puts brick walls in your life for a reason. Or you put the brick walls there or, or, you, or something happens and the brick walls come up there. Or you have put brick, wall, brick walls up around certain aspects of your life because you don't, to bury them because you don't want to face them. 
And your characters may do the same thing. So that's why I keep coming back to the brick wall. It's like, how can you conquer your, surpass that brick wall, walk through it, remove it. Sometimes you can be thrown over it. Sometimes you work around it. But if the brick walls are there, there's a way to, to, to conquer them. And you, sometimes you just got to pray your way, pray and write your way through it. And sometimes it takes journaling to do that. So go out there, conquer those brick walls, either by climbing over them, removing them, asking God to remove them, or finding another way around them. Okay, that's how you get unstuck in your writing, by conquering, by figuring out why the brick walls are there and asking God to help you remove them or remove them for you. So that's my brick wall talk today. I want to thank you so much for listening. I want to challenge you to go out there and read to get inspired, write something inspiring, and share your creation with the world. For remember, when you touch one life, you touched a thousand. And if you don't think your story matters, believe me, it does. Because stories do matter. That's why I call the podcast Inspirational Journeys, Stories That Matter, because they matter so much. Sometimes a story that you write can be what somebody needs to read, can, be the mess, can have the message someone needs to hear in their own lives. So follow, follow the calling of the Holy Spirit. Let God lead you as you write, as you surpass those brick walls in your life and in your writing. And my prayer for you is that God gives you the patience, the wisdom, and the, stre the strength and the courage to keep writing. Thanks for listening and watching, everybody, and I hope you guys have a blessed day. Take care, and we will talk again next week. Bye-bye. Inspirational Journeys will be back after this. Hey guys, this is Teresa from Struggling Blessed But Not Alone podcast. Why not come on over and check out my podcast? It's a faith-based podcast where I interview people who are going through struggles but know they're blessed and they are definitely not alone with God on their side. And I'll tell you my life story, my struggles, and I'll show you how God is in the midst of it all. Not because of who I am, because of how great our God is. If you're on the fence about God, that's another reason to check it out because when you hear all these great and wonderful stories, you'll want to believe. You'll want to have that walk with the Lord. Come on over to Struggling Blessed But Not Alone podcast. Check it out because that's where I am. That's where we've got some great faith-based podcast stories going on. So again, that's Struggling Blessed But Not Alone. All right, guys, have a wonderful and blessed day and I'll see you over there. Welcome back, everyone. I have a special treat. So, you know how I've been talking about Preptober, the NaNoWriMo event, the Camp NaNoWriMo sessions? Well, NaNoWriMo has asked those of us who are members to record a video talking about what NaNoWriMo means to us, and they give us a link to share the link for, for our YouTube videos so that they can get a huge grant from one of their 
I guess you would call it affiliates. I'm not sure. But anyway, and I have actually done that. So when we come back, you will hear the audio version of that video. So stay tuned, everybody, and happy writing. The Writing Warriors for Jesus are excited to announce we'll be having two free writing conferences this year. The WWJ Youth Summit will be held on May 22nd, 2021, and our Writing Warriors for Jesus writing conference will be August the 6th and 7th. Please join us during our live streams where we'll be talking about Jesus and writing all day. All sessions will be live from YouTube and Facebook. You don't have to register to attend, but registration allows the Writing Warriors for Jesus to collect your email in order to draw door prizes during the event and send you emails of conference information. You can follow us at Jesus Writing on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our conference news. Hope to see you there. Hey everybody, this is Anne from the Inspirational Journeys podcast. My NaNoWriMo username is Anne Writes Inspiration, and I'm here today to tell you what NaNoWriMo means to me. Okay, so I started NaNoWriMo back in 2014. I wasn't going to start it until a friend encouraged me, and I had a dream that kicked my first novel off with a bang. It was called The Apple Wheel, and it was kind of a fantasy type thing. But anyway, since then, I've met very dear writing friends, encouraged other people to, to try NaNoWriMo, and since this last NaNoWriMo in 2020, I've actually gotten into the habit of tracking my word count. So I didn't do it in January, but I've, I'm doing it this month because I've discovered that tracking the word count even if it's a lower word count goal for the month, tracking those words helps me push them forward. So here's my bit of encouragement to you. NaNoWriMo is fun. It is a challenge. If you have a novel idea that you've been wanting to work on, but just don't think you have the time and encouragement, well, during the NaNoWriMo events, or now if you set goals on the site outside of NaNoWriMo, you're not alone. People can track your progress. Your buddies can track your progress. You can invite people on the site to be your writing buddies. You can join writing groups. You can talk to people on the forums. You can make new writing friends. And if you don't hit your 50,000 word goal in November, you're still a winner because you've gotten more words in the month of November or during the Camp NaNoWriMo sessions than you have gotten, or should I say, than you would have gotten any other time. It's a way to kickstart your writing process. When the writing bug bites, what better way to push those words forward than to set those goals and, and have other people writing alongside you. There are, I don't know how many people that write that participate in this event every November. I don't know how many people there are that participate in the April and July Camp NaNoWriMo sessions because I'm not looking right at the numbers, but I do know that there are a lot and they're from all ages, ages. even kids in the Young Writers Program get their writing, start, start off their writing 
careers maybe, writing hobbies, I don't know, but they get their creative juices flowing through programs like NaNoWriMo and the Young Writers Program. So my challenge to you today is to try one of the Camp NaNoWriMo sessions to build up to the big event in November or to just stick your neck out come this November and try the NaNoWriMo event. And if you make 50,000 words, this this November congratulations to those of you who won right alongside me last year congratulations but if you don't win it's okay too because you're still a winner so come on over to the nanorima.org my username again is Ann Wright's inspiration invite me to be a buddy or tag me on social media to let me know how your project's going because I will be cheering you on so get those words down and right alongside me and so many other like-minded people just like you because no matter whether you realize it or not you've got a story to tell and your story matters happy writing everyone inspirational journeys will be back after this Hey authors, are you looking for a tool to help you polish your book manuscripts, essays, short stories, and more? Look no further than ProWritingAid. ProWritingAid is an editing software that checks grammar, dialogue, sticky sentences, style, and more. Click the link in my show notes to save 20% off your ProWritingAid subscription purchase. Happy writing! everyone this is ann harrison i am back if you're watching on the youtube video this is my weekend wrap up if you're listening on the podcast this is my wrap up wrap up segment forgive me i'm getting tongue-tied here and it is sunday february 7th 2021 as i'm recording this so let me tell you a little about my crazy week okay so on friday night i was on sarah werner's create a long on Twitch, uh, stream on Twitch, and she was talking about how working on big projects, um, how some people get overwhelmed by having to eat the elephant. I mean, and that's, of course, for you writers out there, you'll probably understand the metaphor. Anyway, and, and you eat the elephant one bite at a time. Well, I've been taking bites out of both ends of the elephant, and let me explain why. I'll be working on chapter 10, I wrote chapter 10, I'll be working on chapter 11 in my book, and then I'll see a scene from the ending. So I have to go and write that scene in another document and then come back and work on something else. So the story's coming together just in bits and pieces. So yeah, I'm gonna eat my way to the middle of that elephant apparently. <laughs> um, so that's kind of how that metaphor goes. And that helped me conquer that brick wall. I think I'm eating my way through the brick wall instead of going around it. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so that's my little eat the elephant metaphor um, for the week, my eat the elephant story for the week, um, and now I just wanted to share with you that my poetry season has begun, so come on over to my website at annwritesinspiration.com, check out my blog because I will be posting it there, 
or if you subscribe to my newsletter, you guys will get it first. I will make sure to give you both poems that I wrote. I wrote one called My Poetry Season, and I wrote one called God's Lullaby, which, God's Tin Roof Lullaby, which was inspired by our rainy night last night. So I do want you to come on over. I do want you to sign up for the newsletter, and you guys get it first. But if you don't, you can come on over to the website and see the latest one up on the blog. So, and I've also helped my friend Teresa Gufanti get up on Twitter, and she and I will be talking about that when she comes on to the show on Tuesday, February 23rd. So stay tuned for that, folks. That's going to be great. So this has been my weekend wrap-up or my wrap-up episode, depending on which media you're listening to this. And I hope you guys have a blessed week. And I will see you next week. Take care now. Bye-bye. everybody this is Anne from the inspirational journeys podcast and i'm here today with teresa from struggling blessed but not alone podcast how are you today Anne? i'm doing good how about you teresa i'm good so what's up i've got some news for you really what's that did you know that our listeners can support our podcasts no can you please share more about that Okay, so while you're listening to our podcasts on your favorite podcast platform, hit the support this podcast button. With your contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 a month, you're helping us achieve our goals. Wait a minute, Anne. Are you telling me all that our listeners have to do is hit that support button and they could give a donation? That's right. Wow. Hey guys, thanks for wanting to do that for us. Have a blessed day. So I challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired, write something inspiring, and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched thousands. You've been listening to Inspirational Journeys, Stories That Matter, with your host, Anne Harrison. If you like what you've heard on today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform. Visit my website at AnneWritesInspiration.com, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and follow me on Facebook and Pinterest at AnneWritesInspiration and on Twitter at AnneWrites75 for more inspirational content. Thanks for listening, and remember, your story matters.